Welcome to the Suburbs. I'm Kim. I'm Juice. And, and this, this is, is Suburban Pod. Pod. We're just two bougie Negroes trying to figure out how to express our blackness in white spaces. Follow us on Twitter at Suburban Pod. And follow us on Instagram at Sub underscore Urban Pod. All right, enjoy. Another article I read that's kind of about that. It was about how the uh, the pop punk that was out when we were like middle school is has influenced a whole generation of rappers. <laughs> hmm. Okay. They were like, I think the tar- title of it was "How Good Charlotte Has Influenced a New Generation of Rappers." You got the little Uzis, the Pumps, the uh, peeps, the uh, XXX Tentacions, all of them have very uh, diverse uh, music. Pretty eclectic. That is true. If you think about it, that was the music of their childhood. That is true. Yes, it is. Like They're a little bit younger than us, so they were probably elementary listening to that <laughs> stuff. But do you does the music you listen to in elementary school really impact you that much though? I think it does. That's usually when you fall in love with when you're introduced to music. I really don't even remember like what I was in love with in in elementary school as far as music. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? No, like, but like around third and fourth grade is when I started really getting into music. Besides, like having my own musical taste outside of my parents or my sister. My sister had a big influence on the music I like. Well, so you had older siblings, so I didn't. So that's that's why right. you probably like. So my sister, like we were in elementary that's the early wave of uh neo soul so my sister was listening to like d'angelo mm-hmm. she loved uh erica badu maxwell um india re stuff like that i wonder what india re is doing nowadays yeah i know i haven't seen her in a minute why does she just kind of fall off the face i don't know maybe it's one of those things where she just she's still out here but she's just not She's doing it for her fans, not for mass consumption. Yeah, but I haven't even heard any of her fans talking about her. I don't know. The same thing with Music Soul Child. That's true. Somebody else has fallen off that I'm wondering. Like Kelly Price. Even though she's been on like reality shows here and there. but like, And she's doing gospel too. People just quit music and they don't be announcing shit. I mean, music industry is bullshit. I'm trying to take a candid video and make it look candid, but it's not working. It's just like uh, when people say, uh, oh, in Tribe Called Quest, when you said uh, record labels are shady. Well, yeah. But but still, like, once you, I feel like when some people like them, like NDRE, Music Soul Child, Kelly Price, anybody else who has made a name for themselves and then kind of like shied away. Once you make a name for yourself, you can honestly like record independently and still, you know what I'm saying? Do what you love, but I guess you got to really love it to do that. Right. But it's, it's just like, uh, with sports, sometimes people lose the love of it because of the industry. It's just like, I'm going to delete this, but try to go to the NFL. Hmm. He just was burnout. Yeah. That is a, I mean, professional sport, that's a whole lot of wear and tear on your body. Yeah. And then it's, yeah, you make so good even money. Fucking but fucking college ball is wear and right. tear. And your own, 
like you're on a plane, a bus, or something, probably three, four days out of the week. You're only off probably on one day. And somebody and you're exhausted. Somebody actually like owns you, like right. You don't really get to have a life for most of the year. And then when it's time for you to to do something for a contract, bullshit ass fans try to tell you that uh, you should take less for the team. I hate that bullshit. Yeah. Fuck that. Fuck that. Loyalty don't mean shit. They'll sell your ass off. <laughs> Go ahead. I digress. What were we talking about? Oh, music and... <laughs> music and its impact. But I think it does. Like, uh, I first fell in love with Nirvana when I was young. See, I ain't know nothing so, about Nirvana till high school. So you didn't, you didn't watch, maybe it is because I had an older sister, but I we watched MTV all day. My parents weren't fucking with that shit. We couldn't watch MTV, VH1, BET. I mean, we snuck and watched it. <laughs> we did, but only like. The way I got away with it was because my sister, since she was older and she had a TV in her room, she could watch older stuff. So if I was with her, I was fine. See, I didn't, I wasn't able to actually like sneak and watch anything until I was old enough to be at the house by myself while my parents went to work like during the summer and shit. So like maybe 12. See that. Yeah. See, that's the thing. My sister, since she's five years older than me, they would leave us at home with with her. her. Hell, they left us at home when we were younger with her because she was always just a responsible kid. Yeah. Like my, my parents started leaving me at home. I want to say around, 12 and 13 with my sister oh maria was like nine or ten like she was she pretty much raised like she taught us how to ride bikes and rollerblade and shit she been a mama all her life she really has (laughs) (laughs) that's why she's so protective of us but so i guess that is the other thing because i'm the middle child you're the oldest Mm -hmm. stuff like that plays a big role it does. Like a lot of people say they think my sister is older because she's so mature. And I, and I literally say it's because of me. And they're just like, huh? And I'm like, no. Not like just me, but just the fact that I'm older than her. Like the fact that she has an older sister is a reason why. That's why Andre is old. So he's been hanging out with me or Maria since we were a kid. Yeah. And Maria's seven years older now? Yeah, I'm seven years older than my sister. So it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. They were always closer than I was. I was always the black sheep. Yeah. But my brother was always with my sister. And they were always teaming up against me. That's because you're the introvert. Yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of weird quirks also that make it uh, easy for ridicule as a child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that. But... Yeah, me and Maria didn't get close till I got back from Grambling, and once she got a divorce, mm. that's when we got really close. Me and my sister didn't really start getting along until I left for college. I think it's something about that uh, that distance. distance that makes you realize maybe I don't hate this person. Mm-hmm. When you go from having to do like everyday life with him. Mm-hmm. Involuntarily, <laughs> right? <laughs> to to being apart, yeah, stuff like that plays a role. Mm-hmm. That's what me and Andre got closer mm-hmm. when I got back. I remember he would call me when I was away. I was thinking, why does he actually miss me? <laughs> why are you calling me? Because yeah. you know he doesn't. He's not gonna say something like, "Well, I miss you." Yeah, it's like, "What's up? <laughs> what you doing? When you coming home?" <laughs> So you coming home for Thanksgiving? So you miss me, nigga? <laughs> so what you saying is, <laughs> you miss your big brother. And then he be doing that shit where he be telling people that I'm his little brother. <laughs> That's some Andre shit. <laughs> and you know, he's just listening to this, probably getting mad. He be listening to all of our damn, because as soon as we post the episodes, he be the first one to, to respond with like some yep. shit that we've said. Which I think is hilarious. It is. Um. 
<laughs> the fact that we literally have to see here <laughs> and remember like, like what the fuck and get back on track like, like let's roll the tape <laughs> roll that beautiful bean footage no man you know the, one of the last dogs to play uh what's the the bush bush spec beans yeah duke one of them died <laughs> but you be thinking about it and you're like them commercials have been on since we were kids them commercials are old as hell and dogs definitely don't live past like 12 them commercials not retrievers are about 20 years old now <laughs> it's probably been a couple of uh dukes um we were gonna talk about hillary clinton t- <laughs> and the way that she uh acknowledged or did not acknowledge bro the president at the fume right, <laughs> yeah is at the fume like is that a thing now like i i don't remember before 2018 be like yeah at the fume they were tripping like bro uh, aretha has brought us one last gift <laughs> The few, the few, um, yeah. So George Bush's fune was last weekend. Yeah. Or was it? Man, that nigga had so many fucking funerals. Like he just got buried. I think like Saturday. Bruh. Because it's a state funeral, so it's certain things they have to do. Like the flags, I think, are still a half staff mm-hmm. until like tomorrow mm-hmm. but um yeah so <laughs> he had a funeral in uh texas one in washington dc another one in texas and then he got buried in texas damn why so many in texas because he that's his home state i know but why like because they just didn't have big enough venues <laughs> <laughs> i mean when a president dies it's it's a very big deal. It is, it is a big deal. Especially, I guess we can't relate because we've never lived in a state, thank God, that has sent somebody to be president. Mm, I bet they <laughs> shut so much shit down. Yeah. I like, know, like... Um, schools were closed and shit. Schools were closed there, but I want to say, um, like, the mail wasn't running. Yeah. The mail didn't run Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Nat- nationwide. Mm-hmm. And I know people with government jobs were off. Mm-hmm. I think on Tuesday. So, um, Black Twitter though. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take you to the corner of Black Twitter, darling. Um, Black Twitter <laughs> had Showed so many screenshots of like the faces of Barack and Michelle after. Uh, 45 sat down next to them with Melania. They had video of fucking Hillary Clinton. Bro, I strive to be as petty as Hillary Rodham Clinton. <laughs> she literally. I she, fucks with it. Like, the way she nodded her head, like she made sure she kept doing it. Like, uh uh-uh, uh, don't reach your ass over here. Stay over there. This is bro, me staying over here. She didn't turn her <laughs> head at all. But the funny thing is, she acknowledged Melania and then just looked forward. Yeah. She was like, man, fuck that. She was like, all right, keep it cute, keep it cute. Stay over there. I'm over here. You know, Bill Clinton's uh, extrovert ass was just, <laughs> just smiling. <laughs> the look of mischievous laughter. I mean, that, that smile on Obama's face is the funniest thing in the fucking world. Because that nigga looked like he was like, Um, there were some people who said that Hillary was disrespectful. No, indifference. And I'm just like, they ran against each other. A very bitter campaign. In a presidential election. I mean. And it was not. He started, at his rallies to this day, they chant lock her up. Right. Fuck that motherfucker. They are not amicable. So why would y'all expect? Right. She, hey, <laughs> she handled that the best way any of us could. 
You know what I'm saying? And, and I feel like, you know, Obama, only only reason why he acknowledged him the way he did is because he's the succeeding president. Right. He you had know to what I'm saying? But, like, and then they did what black people always have to do when they're around some racist-ass fucking white person to act like that shit. <laughs> no fucking matter. <laughs> but you know, in your head, you like, fuck this nigga. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Everybody that always think that Obama ain't black, bull fucking shit. Yeah. They handled that shit in the blackest way possible. Yep, sure did. Um, I just thought that shit was funny and it was worth mentioning because... Also, uh, it's just... It's... As a history nerd, I... I ain't gonna say I love funerals or nothing, but I, the history of like presidents and stuff is something I always have loved. And the fact that we just gotta, that he's the fucking president, bo- like bothers me to my soul that it's a certain level of dignity you have to give to that motherfucker. Mm. And he who shot, should not be mentioned definitely should. Also, the fact that they about to get his ass. How how long we been saying this? Nah, I think it's close. I believe when two touch and agree, Kim, <laughs> <laughs> stuff can happen. We've been hoping for this since last year, bro. I mean, at this point, it it, it probably ain't gonna happen. But we just got both that do that. That's the only thing we can do. Um, there's something else about that that I was. Um. Yeah, man. The the Obamas handled that as good as possible. They sure did. And I just want to know what the mood's gonna be like at forty fives. Ooh, it's a party! It's a party! It's a party! I wonder who's gonna be invited and not show up. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of shade like that. The Obamas (laughs) and the Clintons. George might go. Yo, it is sweet seeing George Bush and Michelle interact. Like when he slipped her the candy at the funeral. <laughs> like this time. They cute. <laughs> they cute. They cute. It's cute. Yeah. And then like when uh George W. Bush was talking and he uh, got to the end and he broke down crying. I was like, damn. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, he was talking and then like he got to the end where he was saying, because you know, the Bushes, they had a daughter mm-hmm. that died when they were younger. Oh. So they said that uh, Barbara Bush and George H.W. Bush mourned her for the rest of their life. Oh. So they were saying that now that now that he was back with Barbara and Robin, that's when he broke down. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, that is his daddy. Damn. Like when you like when you think about it like that, it's like that is that nigga. He is a human with a daddy. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like, like he's a son. But he you just... know, I feel like George W. His demeanor is so different now that he's not president. Like I feel like he's. I can't explain it. Not not necessarily. Well, of it's course, a, more personable. But it's almost like he's free to be himself. Yeah. It's it, it's like a duality of him, which we all have dualities of ourselves. But it's like a complete one eighty though. Like. Because before, like, when he was president, it was all swaggery and just about, like, kinda, showing off. Kind of white powery. <laughs> very overcompensating. Mm. But now he's able to let his emotion and uh, stuff like that free, which is always definitely uh, better for your health. Yeah. And... Uh, as time passes on, people are going to reflect on him better than probably what they should mm. based on the things he did as president. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like, everybody's kind of like that. <laughs> it's just like... Uh, it's, it's, it's refreshing, though, to see him. The thing that worries me, because that's the precedent, is because when he who should not be mentioned, if he goes on and lives a long life and people will forget some of the fucked up shit he's doing that's the thing that kind of he's scares already me. 70 though right 
Like, <laughs> you are <laughs> Just saying, like, how much longer are we trying to give them? Well, I mean, you know, evil motherfuckers live a long They do. Time. They are, like, immortal. They do be just outliving. Speaking of immortals, how the fuck is Bob Dole still alive? How old is he? Like, 95? 96? I think he's a couple months younger than what George H.W. was. But yeah, he, he rolled up. I, I'm not joking because he's in a wheelchair. I was. I, was <laughs> <laughs> I might edit that out or I might leave it in because it might be funny. Uh, but look, I'm not trying to be ableist. I was just, it's a, a figure of speech. But yeah, he uh, <laughs> he showed up and, so, and he had somebody helping lift him to salute. Because mm-hmm. he was a World War Two veteran also. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Hmm. But when he, they showed up, I was like, Bob Dole's still fucking alive. How is Bob Dole alive? And he uh, almost died in World War Two also. That was another dope thing about... Uh, they were a, talk- he's a white walker. <laughs> they were talking about George H.W. Bush, who was a certified badass. But, you know, he got shot down in World War II. Mm-hmm. And he almost died in the water until a submarine saved him. And they were showing video of that shit happening. They're like, yo, this shit is crazy. Bamf. And, and that nigga jumped out of an airplane in 92. <laughs> and 85. <laughs> Bro, I couldn't do it. That's another... Um... That's another white man thing, you know what I'm saying? They just be living on the edge because they ain't got nothing else to fear. Right. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Man, let me, you let me to... not shit on him while he <laughs> has finally been laid to rest. May, may George H.W. Bush rest in peace. R.I.P. Scamming, Soldier Boy up in there, ho. So, uh, what so, he doing? All right, so Soldier Boy <laughs> apparently still has a website for God knows why, and he's selling a a game console. I saw that, and it's a little sketchy because it it looks like he's committing copyright infringement. What the game console look like? An Xbox? It almost looks like a Wii. Okay, mm. but. But like he's, and then apparently it's some kind of cheaper game system that is sold on QVC that looks almost identical to it. So Soldier Boy, he has that a handheld version of it that well, kind of looks. He has like his name on it, like a patented version. Like it's. I don't know if it's patent. It's. It just got his logo on it. Yeah, and then he also has headphones and other stuff that looks kind of like. Other things, so Soldier Boy about to get sued <laughs> <laughs> up in this hole. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but yeah, so Soldier Boy out here doing Soldier Boy things. Crank that copyright infringement. <laughs> <laughs> Crank that lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> Crank that bankruptcy. <laughs> Woo! Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that he had his own game console, and I like was really conflicted. I was like, I don't know if I'm interested in this or not, so I just kept scrolling. Yeah, Boy out here wild, bro. Soldier Boy about to be uh, chilling at home, coming up with some beats, and looking at Takashi Six Nine, his ass. Exactly. Um. Uh. I guess we should talk about the Kevin Hart saga. So, is this the the cowboy and Indian thing or the? Thing I was about, actually gonna um, bring that up. The Grammys. Um. All right. So, everybody knows that uh, Kevin Hart was gonna host the Grammys. So people started pulling receipts of Kevin Hart using the F word, not the F word meaning fuck, but the other F word, the homophobic F word. Right. The bad one. <laughs> Because the other one is the best word ever. <laughs> um, so, 
they approached him and they were like, yo, you just say you apologize for this and we can go forward. If not, we're going to have to move on. Mm-hmm. So Kevin Hart and his stupidity was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm tired of apologizing. I'm not going to apologize. Having to do the bare minimum. They weren't asking him to fucking, uh, to become an ambassador to the, uh, the LGBTQ community. They were just saying, at the very least, nigga, just fucking say I'm sorry. Right. They weren't asking him to do too much. So, one thing you should always consider, if you're on the right or wrong side of history, is who are the people that are your allies? If these dusty-ass, ashy niggas and these super far right-wing conservative people are your allies on an issue involving a marginalized community, Mm -hmm. maybe (laughs) you're not on the right side of history. (laughs) So, I mean, do what you will from there, but that's my word of advice. Right. So, as soon as they announced it, that he was going to be the host, I was like, they about to get this nigga. But it wasn't because, I did automatically think of the joke from, I think it's this, first special where he says that if his son was gay, mm-hmm. he he would do everything in his power to make sure he's not gay. Which is terrible. To The idea that you think you can force somebody not to be gay and that you would abuse your child mm-hmm. to make sure that they're not gay. Mm-hmm. Something that you still have no power over. Over it, right. But given that that special came out in 09, we have moved a lot more progressive since then. So if he had simply apologized and said, I'm a different person. Well, he had said it before, but if he had said it this time, that would have been the last time and people would have been, yay, Kevin Hart. Right, right, right. But he didn't do that. So I, I did think of that, but I also thought after the Thanksgiving thing, that that's what they were going to get him on. The fact that he had a Cowboys and Indians uh, themed party for his one-year-old. Mm-hmm. The way he tried to dismiss and dodge that. Yeah, that was in poor taste. I actually wanted to talk about that last week, but I forgot about it. Yeah, me too. Because that's some bullshit. To just wave off genocide. Mm-hmm. And act like it's people being sensitive. No. Their people died. Yeah. And you as a black man. Of all people. Should know. How that feels to be dismissed. Mm-hmm. So. I thought that was bullshit. Second of all. Why would you have a Cowboys and Indians. Uh, birthday for a one year old. For a one year old. They don't know bro. <laughs> Like that part, like a one year old's <laughs> birthday party is for you and exactly. your friends. Exactly. So that that means that you cool with that shit. Exactly. That's what it was. And we're not being sensitive for saying, Kevin, that's not a good look, bro. Y'all just being sensitive. I'm not gonna be uh emotion I'm not gonna uh fall for the trolls. All right, continue to keep making these dumbass mistakes. This ain't about trolls, my nigga. And that's why when he tried to do this shit with that, he's showing. I like Kevin Hart as a comedian. But the other thing is, Kevin Hart never was on the front line of black issues. Yeah, this is true. He deliberately stayed out of the way and out the pain for some things. Mm-hmm. So to act like he is being victimized for for his um, his comedy. And comedy should be the only thing that you should be have free expression. Yeah. Where were you on all this other shit that you said that I'm not political? Exactly. So I don't feel sorry for your ass. I don't either. He is still going to be successful. And for one, he's already made enough money to last him and his children a lifetime at this his point. His grandchildren and great-grandchildren will he probably don't be rich. Ha- he don't have to work another day in his life and he will be completely fine. And he worked his ass off to get it. So I'm not mad at him on that front my whole point is don't act like we coming for you because freedom of speech you've always had the freedom of speech you just didn't use that freedom of speech right to, to help black people 
on political issues. We coming coming at you because <coughs> right versus wrong. Right. Like that's that's it. <laughs> and don't act like we're on this wave now for just like where comedians can't say what they want to say. That's why I don't like when all these other comedians are acting like he was out here saying Dave Chappelle says things that other people couldn't say. I mean, yeah, and that's But he's always consistent. That's comedy in general though too. Right, but a lot of people are trying to make it seem like we're trying to tell comedians they can't they can't do say what certain they, things. No, you can always you can say whatever you want. As long as people find it funny, that's fine. But don't act like we don't have the right to say that you fucked up. Right. Don't act like we don't have the right to point out the fact that what you said is kind of like wrong. <laughs> and so he did the thing where he he stepped down and said he's not going to apologize. And then the nigga apologized. And then he apologized. So, so yeah, that's what got me. It's like, why would you say you're not going to apologize because you don't want to give the trolls what they want, but then you apologize and, and step down? Right. It's because he knew that shit's bigger than what he thought. Yeah. A lot of people try to make it to be like they gay people are the... Uh, the one group of people you don't want to piss off and all this other shit. In arts and entertainment, there are, are a lot of people who identify as being queer. Mm-hmm. So, it makes sense that you can't get away saying certain things. And I think he realized that he thought he was just going to go in this moral stance and it was going to be okay. No, nah, people ain't going to fuck with you. And I don't know why I stepped down from the Oscars. I just wonder now, like at this point, what is he going to do to bounce back from these two things that's happened to him back oh, to back? Oh, he's going to have to uh, <laughs> have meetings with everybody. He's, yeah. He he about kanye himself, to be honest. Yeah, he needs some damage control. Yep. This whole time. So he's going to have to go perform at some gay clubs or mm-hmm. some. And I don't know why he wouldn't have just stayed for the Oscars and just made atonement for that yeah like during the show right that would have been a perfect opportunity and you're doing it in front of your peers and everybody else and it's like it's a win-win and you're getting white money (laughs) so now i want to know who they're gonna replace him with when eddie murphy stepped down they replaced him with billy crystal's washed up ass oh uh i don't know man nobody like i wonder if they're trying to keep it in in the in the comedy realm, I feel like most of the time they they get a comedian to do yeah, it because I mean comedians because they want to entertain yeah. But Chris Rock's done it three times. Chris Rock ain't getting beat down for some of the stuff he says because he's consistent. What if they give it to Tiffany Haddish? Has she hosted a show yet? No, nah, they might though, but I don't know if she accepted out of respect for Kevin. Yeah, I don't know. Especially if you're gonna, with their rapport, I don't know if you're gonna have. I don't know if a black person will accept it right now. But really, there's no black comedian as big as Kevin Hart. This is this true. Nigga sold out a stadium and it's selling out stadiums in Australia right yeah, now. Yeah, this is true. Like, he got money, money. And he really didn't need the Oscar money, but that's always a good look. Yeah. It's always a good look. That's a good resume builder. <laughs> and eventually, this is the other thing. As he goes on, I know he's wanting to start to do like drama roles and stuff. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't he have? He fucked up. And he fucked up by not humbling himself. It's like, it's like he did, but he didn't. You know what I'm saying? Like he you ended up apologizing because you felt like it was going to get you out of the mud a little bit, but then you stepped down. Right. So it's like you you kind of canceled it out. Like Yeah. If you're going to step down, then just don't say shit. Stand your ground then at that point. Right. So now you're just apologizing because you know people going to basically to get people off your ass. And that still ain't going to work. It's still not going to work, but I'm just like, what? what I... Another note, though, also, it is important to see that uh, 
It's not because it's important to see that Hollywood really don't care about black and brown people. Still to this day. Because the fact that they offered him after the Native, the Native American thing. Yeah. Okay, so uh, this weekend we got the sad news that some of our faves have broken up in the most nonchalant way possible. Yes. That shit over. Bacardeth B. <laughs> um, so she got cheated on by Offset yet, yet again. So this is not news, but I guess she's maybe having her last straws with him. Like the camel's back is broken now. Yeah. So it, I saw something that says she actually filed for divorce, and I'm like, I I don't know if that's true yet. Um, here's another thing that I'm gonna be all the way honest with, because it's 2018. It's tons of niggas out here saying my husband and wife that ain't really fucking married. This is true. It's a possibility that they're not married. That they're not married. This this is true. We we don't we ain't seen no marriage certificate, you know. No ceremony, nothing. Like I deal with a job where I have to ask people's personal information. There's tons of people that say that they're married that they're not actually married. Hmm. But anyway. Um, so he's he's been offset is is the he that I'm talking about. He has been on the internet like trolling us like like this shit is our fault because of course she's (laughs) she's gotten on the internet of course and said you know her piece or whatever but he commented on that one post that said y'all won and it's just like we don't give a fuck we weren't rooting for y'all to break up number one if anything we love y'all's old ratchet hood ass bullshit ass relationship it's entertaining so since after uh meek and uh nikki broke up y'all were uh people root for y'all like y'all hove it be right so first of all we didn't win um second of all what do we have to do with your fucking relationship you hurt like i <laughs> hurt niggas be hurt in the in the wrong ways man this is why y'all got to learn how to express yourselves because mm-hmm. this misplaced anger is it's it's tired it's tired just the audacity of somebody to blame the entire world to blame other people for your fuck up other people and then the fucking girl whatever her fucking name bunny summer I, summer I bunny acknowledge that bitch easter bunny what the fuck ever her and name and i'm is. only saying bitch because when you get up there you say i didn't know how serious marriage was bitch and then, <laughs> and then had the nerve to fake cry but yeah. the fake cry wasn't even a believable fake cry so we all sitting here like girl how you not know i just didn't know the job marriage was that serious so you know the bedrock of uh human civilization was that fucking serious (laughs) this is a a business partnership essentially like we signed some papers for this shit like yes it's serious oh girls have been planning their weddings since they were kids but you don't know that this shit is fucking serious my thing is it's like and guys too why would you even put yourself like she's she's chasing clout because why would you even make this video to say this shit like you could have just fallen off by the wayside you could have you could have Homer Simpson into the bushes. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like, because at this point, we not worried about you. We focus on them. Yeah. Um. But I wanted to play this uh Kev on stage clip because he was talking about it. And I thought that shit was hilarious. But he he said everything that I was thinking. <laughs> we not playing in the game. What you talking about? Y'all won. We not playing. We, we 
Fest with Cuban Doll and uh, Summer Bunny, and then blame the blame the week. We at home. I was at work. I took my on okay. Oh, Don't blame us. Although that is the best, like I will take no responsibility for my actions comment you could ever say. So I've been trying to eat right and working out. And when I catch myself in Chick-fil-A, tomorrow I'm going to be like, y'all want to be back here. Because y'all, y'all, y'all don't want to see me be great. I'm out here eating, eating Chick-fil-A again. Y'all won. Okay? Sally made worth my money. Y'all won. Y'all broke my spirit. You got it. Uh, what you mean? We won, sir. Like, <laughs> we didn't have nothing to do with this. When you was cheating, we was probably asleep or at work, like he said. Like, leave us alone. Bitch, we weren't with you shooting in the gym. Stand up in your <laughs> shit. Just stand up in your shit, bro. Bro. There's proof. The proof is out here. It's just so funny. But, who? I mean, who amongst us really thought that shit was going to last? <laughs> Let's just be all the way honest. Let's be honest. First of all, none of us thought that they was going to get married. Mm-mm. Period. So... And ain't Offset got like five kids? Five. He got a lot of kids. I can't remember how many kids. He is another Fetty Wap. Ooh, that's a blast from the past. Fetty Wap. But he got so many children yep. from so many different women. Hey, man. Um, one other thing that's important to me as a Cardi B stan, mm-hmm. and like I've said numerous times, that's my biggest crush. Mm-hmm. Um, Cardi B, the number one free agent in the world out here. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> she out here can sign a max deal with any nigga she want. Basically. Bro, she lost all that baby weight and look finer than ever right now. She told y'all in motorsport, ride a dick like a BMX. <laughs> no nigga want to be my ex. <laughs> so. Man, I just want to know. She goes... Man, Cardi go date a white dude. <laughs> bro, I know. She finna shock us all. She about to pull a Sierra, bro. <laughs> she about to get like, oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> what white dude would Cardi B end up with? Hmm. I'm trying to think. Who's a white dude that Cardi B would end up Just with? an unsuspecting white dude. Oh. He gotta be rich too. He gotta be rich, rich. Yeah. He gonna be like a tech guy or something. She, I can see her with Leo DiCaprio. I feel like he would be with the yeah, shit. Leonardo DiCaprio. Didn't him and Rihanna have a thing? Like that was speculated for uh, Man, Leonardo DiCaprio like women in general. There you go. He like everybody. Except for Lady Gaga that one time when she touched him and he made that face. That was the funniest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio out here in these streets, bro. I, I see her with like a goofy white dude, though. Like Leo DiCaprio got too much swag. Who's a goofy white dude? She gonna, she gonna show up with Jonah Hill, <laughs> little Dicky, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that her and little Dicky. I can see that. <laughs> Lil Dicky look regular as fuck. It is just really amazes me how regular he looks. Another thing we forgot to talk about was on Thanksgiving, I walked in my mama's house and the game was on and I saw somebody singing on TV and I was like, is that Lil Dicky? Bro, why did I not realize that was Mike Posner? Have you seen Mike Posner lately? I think maybe not. Does, my, does he look extra regular too? Yeah. Like <laughs> Mike Posner to switch the shit up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's growing out his hair and his beard. Bro. Okay, do you, bro? That kind of makes me feel like, man, when these people be getting on, they be trying to have that edge. He got a little Jesus look to him. Mm Mm-hmm. 
it's just like that Miley Cyrus thing after she uh, went through her R and B rap phase. We are not a costume. <laughs> that shit was the fucking worst. I was like, "What are you doing?" And then she tried to be like, "I I just don't feel like talking about." I mean, every every uh song, rap song is about get on my dick, get on this, bitch. You were singing uh all kind of crazy shit. <laughs> Figure out who you are, ma'am. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Cardi about to switch it up. <laughs> yes, she is on everybody. I know I can only offer a one bedroom <laughs> and a dog for Cardi B if you listen. And a record collection. Oh yeah, we can listen to some dope ass records and drink Ooh. cheap wine. I wonder if I wonder if they ever gonna put Cardi on vinyl. I'm pretty sure there's already a Cardi vinyl. Um Yeah, it has to be a Cardi vinyl. They put everything on vinyl now. They starting to put mixtapes on vinyl. That's weird. I don't want vinyl to become that. It's already became that. Mm. It's, it is what it is. That's why I'm not so stuck on it now. Like if it's something I really want on vinyl. Yeah. Like I had to have uh, "Awaken My Love" on vinyl, mm. and I had to have Solange "See the Table" on vinyl. It's stuff like that. It's albums like that that I'll get, but I'm not in a. I'm not crate digging as much as I used to because now I get more joy of finding some obscure bullshit than having the hit parade. Yeah, (laughs) I feel you. Grammy nominations came out. Did they? Yep. Let's look. Yeah, they did. Like, just gonna go through a couple of them. I know Chloe and Hallie got nominated. Yeah, that was dope. Um, also, Chloe is becoming bad, bro. Yeah, she is. She thick out here. Yes. I know she says they vegan. It's a lot of protein. <laughs> Plant based. <laughs> she is eating right. Plants do a body good, eh? Uh huh. Uh huh. We gotta talk about the different definitions of thick too, because people got questions. <laughs> the Academy Awards. You mean the Grammys? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> mm. Sorry. Um, they did announce the Golden Globes also, too. Did a they? lot of black, black Klansmen got nominated. Uh, John David Washington got nominated for Best Actor. Adam Driver, Best Supporting Actor. Spike Lee, Best Director. But, all right, the general ones that we... For record of the year, they got Cardi B. I like it. Uh, the Joke by Brandy Carlisle. I guess. I don't know who that is. This is America. Yes. Childish Gambino. Yes. God's plan. Ooh. God's plan. God's plan is going to take it. I don't know. This is America might win. In this Trump era. I mean, I, oh. Uh, well, I mean. Sh- shallow. Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Oh, the song from that movie. Yeah, that might win. All of the stars. Now that's damn. These are some good noms. Rock star. I hope to God. Even though I would love to have Twenty One Savage have a. Uh, What's rock star? You've heard it. It's uh, Post Malone. That Post Malone song. How was sing the melody? Can't think of it right now. If you had to, told me. Puzzle <laughs> featuring Twenty One Savage. Glatatata. Okay. And the middle. I don't know that song. Album of the year: Invasion of Privacy. Cardi B. By the way, I forgive you, Brandy Carlisle. Damn, why is she on here? Who is she? I think she's country artist. <laughs> okay. I'm pretty sure. Uh, 
Scorpion Drake. Her. Yes. Beer bongs and Bentleys. Post Malone. <clears throat> that ain't it. Dirty Computer. Janelle Monet, which okay. was a very good album. Okay. Golden Hour, which is Casey Musgroves. She's a country artist also. And Black Panther, the album. Yes. I did love that album. I did too. I still play it all the time. That's um part of it is in my gym playlist. Um, Song of the Year, All of the Stars. All the Stars of Coach. Boot up. Oh, shit. God's Plan. In My Blood, which is Shawn Mendes. The Joke, which is Brandi Carlisle. Damn, I need to listen to that shit. Clearly. (laughs) Uh, The The middle. Middle again. Shallow again. And This is America. It's a lot of repeat offenders on here. The difference for um, Song of the Year and uh, Record of the Year. Song of the Year is for the songwriters. Okay. Record of the Year is for uh, the artists. Okay. So, and then Best New Artist, Chloe Tom's uh, Halle. Uh, Luke Combs. have no idea who that is. Greta Von Fleet. Her. Dua Lipa, I've seen that name. I don't know any of her music. I don't either. Margot Price, BB, BB Rexa. Okay. <laughs> some like some of these things I've seen, and I don't know how to pronounce them. Yeah, yeah. Jo- and George Smith. Uh, but okay, let's get to the ones we actually care about. Uh, R and B, best R and B performance. Long as I live. Summer by the Carters. Uh, yeah. Why? Layla Hathaway. Best part, which is what oh, I'm going for. I love that song. And first began by PJ Morton. That's another good song too. PJ Morton. Yes. Best traditional R and B perform. They got a lot of good. I like that they go with the good usual categories. Suspects. Yeah. Uh, bet, bet ain't worth the hand. Leon Bridges, which I love that song too. I, I love like Leon, Leon Bridges. Don't fall apart on me tonight, Betty Lovett. Honest by Major. How deep is your love by P.J. Morton? Yes. Made for Love, Charlie Wilson featuring Layla Hathaway. Best R&B song, which I think we know who it's gonna be. We got booed up, which I think is gonna win it. Come through and chill. Uh, feels like summer. Hmm. Focus by her, and hmm. long as I live by Tony Braxton. Ooh, focus though. Her, she out here, man. I she hope is. she gets something. She, I think she is. Best uh, urban contemporary album. Uh, Everything is love. The kids are all right. Chris Dave and the Drumheads, which I love that album. My brother actually put me on that. Whose album is that? Chris Dave and the Drumheads. Still, uh, Warren Leisure, Miguel, and Ventriloquism, Michelle Medagosio. <laughs> <laughs> Best R&B album, Sex and Cigarettes, mm. Tony Braxton. Good thing, uh, Leon Bridges. Honestly, Layla Hathaway. Her, her, and Gumbo Unplugged, PJ Morton. Yes, PJ Morton. Okay, now we got uh, best rap performance. Be careful by uh, Bar- uh, Miss Cardi B. I hate that song. Really? I love that song. I hate it. It's too uh, bubblegummy. I don't like when Nicki has bubblegummy songs either. Like. That's just not who they are. I feel it's definitely a um, it's a it's a streamlining song. It's a song to make them main mainstream and make them for everybody. I don't I don't look at it as that. I look at it as more of the lyrics, not so much, but the the melody and the. I like the melody. Huh? I don't. It just feels it just feels childish to me. She's young. I mean, childish is in like <laughs> <laughs> like middle school. I can see that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> nice for what by Drake, which 
Still goes hard. Was definitely a banger this summer. King's Dead, which is definitely a banger. Yes. Bubbling by Anderson Pack, which I haven't talked about that album, but Anderson Pack's album was fucking great. Did not listen to and it. sicko mode. That's gonna be this is gonna be a hard category. Yes, it is. Niggas gonna be holding on to their seats for this shit. It's gonna be uh, if any one of those win, I will not be mad. I wouldn't put be careful over any of them. But if Cardi won, by all means, if Cardi won, then uh, you know that's whatever. I would love to see Cardi win, but best rap song performance. Like I Do by Christina Aguilera and Goldlink. What? Christina Aguilera sang some music this year? And got Goldlink on it. Uh, Pretty Little Fears, Black featuring J. Cole. This is America, All of the Stars, and Rockstar. Usually in those categories, whoever wins like the top award. If, uh, never mind. <laughs> Best rap song, God's Plan. King's Dead, Lucky You, uh, that's some bullshit. <laughs> Eminem featuring Jordan and Lucas, even though they both technically can rap, fuck that shit. Sicko Mode and Win. I hope Win uh, wins because J Rock. I want J Rock to have a fucking Grammy. So he deserves it. It's just like if they win for the song on Black Panther, I hope. Man, I want J Rock to win the Grammy. Best rap album. Invasion of Privacy. Hmm. Swimming hmm. by Mac Miller, R.I.P. Oh. You guys, first Grammy nomination, year after you died. Mm. That's sad. Yeah. I wonder if that... That album is really good. It is, it is, but you know. I, I wonder if anybody's going to do a tribute. And who would it be? Anderson Pack. He'd probably do the song that he did with Mac. You know, Ariana's going to get up there. She's supposed to be coming out with a song, too, about him. That's going to be sad. Um, Victory Lap, Nipsey Hussle. Daytona. Okay, Pusha. And Astroworld. Astroworld has been booming. It's been booming. Astroworld might win. My favorite to win it is Pusha T. Um, It's also a possibility, I hate to say it, the sympathy vote. That Mac, Mac Miller, it. yeah, that's Mac. that's what I'm thinking. And if he wins it, that's fine. I, I can almost, I almost want to put money on that. Yeah. <laughs> Mac is probably the fa- Mac or Cardi's favorite for that because you gotta remember, people that aren't hip hop heads are voting for this. Now, the real question I have, and I asked this the day it came out on Twitter, is they got all these rap artists up for these major awards which people have been saying that they're not honoring rap with a certain level of respect Mm -hmm. like when they invite Jay-Z to the Grammys with what nine nominations and he leaves with nothing Mm -hmm. Washington vote for uh, those two people we don't know (laughs) absolutely Absolutely, and I don't understand why they don't. Um, well, let me not say I don't understand because I know why, but why not get people that are well versed in the fucking categories to be the ones raking through that shit with a fine tooth comb? Like, why exactly. do they keep letting these old heads be the ones to make decisions? on these kind of things like that it just it it gets on my nerves because you know i'm saying winning a grammy is a huge thing as an artist and i just feel like it puts you at a different price point too so it also affects your money yeah it's another it's another thing that holds black people back you invite them and nominate them to, to make them feel included and let them perform but they ain't taking no hard work. But you're home. not giving no, you're not giving them nothing, so they don't really get anywhere in life. Like yeah. At the same time, I don't. I take it with a grain of salt the Grammys because my beautiful dark twisted fantasy did not win a Grammy yeah. or album of the year, which is the biggest bullshit of all fucking time. I take it with a grain of salt too, but it's still hard because yeah. when when Beyonce dropped self titled. 
of course because it was at the end of the year you know she wasn't gonna she wasn't gonna get it but the that next didn't, year to give it to Adele on Adele's worst album it did numbers the day that it dropped it's impactful too that changed culture yeah cause the like the way that she dropped it and just and when is the last time you listened to Adele yeah <laughs> but when is the last time you listened to uh Lemonade or self-titled. I listen to Lemonade almost every day. Exactly. <laughs> but like that pisses me. Like that that is the stuff that gets on my nerves. Like the numbers are here and y'all just be acting stupid. <laughs> So, long-time listener, Quentin Lundy. Quentin Lundy. Uh, he had a question for us. Let's pull this up. I told Wendy we'd be out by 8.30. <laughs> so, this is going to be the last part of it. She's about to go somewhere. She always going somewhere. Right. I don't know why I can't pull it up. Okay. Quentin asked, if you could only consume media from one decade, what would it be? Okay. What about you? That is such a tough question. Like, when I saw it, I was trying to think of it, and I still still couldn't. Um, music from one decade. The complexity of the question is also because do I have to be in that decade? Right. Does it have to be a decade that we lived through already? Right. So if it's any decade based on pure media, as far as the quality of music, books, uh, movies, uh, and just overall media, I would say the 70s. Because of how com- complex and diverse media, uh, music and stuff and mm-hmm. movies were. Mm-hmm. And it's like some really good movies that came out in the 70s that still hold up. Some of the shit in the 80s is dated. Yes. Um, I feel like I can better answer the question if I change it to if I could go back and experience music from what a decade which decade would it be? Because I feel like I, I listen to a mix of so many different things like equally that I can't just choose one right now. Like that's so hard for me. But that's why I would go with the 70s because I could get to see Bob Marley live. Hypothetically speaking, if I had unlimited funds, of course. See, I don't have any standouts like that. Pink if, Floyd. That aren't from right now. And I don't want to say right now because... You can see Led Zeppelin with John Bonham. You could also get to see Hendrix and Jim Morrison. You know, you wouldn't want to see Jim Morrison in the last days. Hendrix would still be dope as fuck. Yeah. Jim Morrison was strung the fuck out. Um, Stevie and his... In his golden era. True. Um, you get to see Miles in his experimental phase. When mm-hmm. he was coming out with like Bitches Brew and stuff. The Jackson 5. Yes. You get to see Jackson 5. Early Prince. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to see Isaac Hayes in his prime. Diana Ross. Curtis Mayfield. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan and Rufus. She was bad as fuck. Yes, she was. Somebody posted a picture of her the other day. Shaka she Khan was a bad a motherfucker. Like Nicki Minaj. Tay Hickard. And Nicki Minaj. Yeah, they all have that Asian eye thing. Like if I'm not mistaken. But I, Tay Hickard is actually yeah. Korean or whatever. But I think I'm not exactly sure that Nicki Minaj doesn't have some Asian in her. Hmm. I think she does. Hmm. I think she's Trinidad. Because they have like Indian, like from India. 
So that live in uh, Trinidad also. Mm-hmm. So I think she may be South Asian, possibly. But yeah, I'm gonna go with the seventies. Only only problem is when you do these hypotheticals with black people, is I ain't trying to live through no bullshit before 1970. That is it, bro. Like people, like when people be like, I would like to go to the 50s because it was a good. Not if you uh anything other than a white man. Nah, bro. If you a woman, uh, if you're gay, if you're black, anything else. We we good over here. Y'all can y'all be all the way honest. (laughs) I ain't willing to go back past like 2000. Boom. <laughs> I think I I would have to say the Renaissance era hmm. because that's just when music got super lit. The Renaissance era, like like the jazz. Oh, okay, the Harlem Renaissance. Yes, I thought you could talk. Like I'm such a history nerd. I was like the medieval times. <laughs> Like what you gonna listen to sonnets and Shakespeare plays? <laughs> you ought to know me better than that. That's uh, why I was like, oh. yeah, to be in Harlem in the twenties would be dope as fuck. Yeah, I just I was just gonna say like I feel like the Roaring Twenties was just like such a pivotal point for Black people in music. The only bad thing is that you also got to deal with the heroin epidemic and the pimping and. Mobsters running around and all that shit. Yeah, but Quincy Jones. Quincy Quincy came more in the forties and fifties. He was young he was a young cat. I thought he started when he was super young, like playing. Didn't he say he started when he was twelve or thirteen or some shit? Yeah, but that was still only in the forties. Oh. Was it not in the thirties? Twenties. Quincy Jones grew up in the depression era. So thirties uh, and forties. That's right, that's right. That's so twenties right. would have been more so like Zora Neale Hurston as a writer, uh, Langston Hughes as a writer, mm-hmm. County Cullen. Mm-hmm. Then you have the jazz era musicians like Duke, uh, Cab Calloway. Then you have the comedians like Moms Mabley. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, no the 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 Harlem Renaissance era I think would be like. As an overall movement, it, it probably would have to be that because super jumping, just super, like, wo- and then like like real woke in the middle of like segregation everywhere else. Harlem has just this hub of just yeah. woke black people, yeah, doing living their best lives. Literally, it's like a real deal safe space. Yes, but like lit, <laughs> <laughs> safe. But lit at the same time. <laughs> lit space. <laughs> that sounds like an app. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Don't nobody take that shit. <laughs> yeah. We're going to copyright that shit just in case. You heard it here first, niggas. Lit space. So, thank you guys for tuning in today to Suburban Pod. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at Kirby Brown Girl. And you can find me at a kid named Chips. Some of our music today was provided by our good friend Corey Battle. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJC Battle. New episodes available every Thursday.